0: Hey there, CEOs, it's Brandy, and I have just a quick note for newer listeners. This show used to be called the She Who Dares podcast, but on May 5th, 2022, we changed the name to the Wedding Pro CEO podcast to better reflect my mission, to help wedding industry entrepreneurs scale a profitable business they love. The content is the same, just a more descriptive title. Enjoy the show. You're listening to episode number 94 of the She Who Dares podcast. Welcome to the She Who Dares podcast. I'm your host, Brandi Gar. I'm a small business entrepreneur with almost 20 years of experience in the event industry, and I've spent the last decade creating multiple thriving businesses, growing a dedicated team, and teaching others to do the same. Each week, I'll share an inspiring conversation or message to encourage you to follow your dreams to start or scale your business. Thanks for hanging out with me this week. Let's jump into the episode. Hey there and welcome back to another episode of the She Who Dares podcast. And welcome to episode two of a four-part series we are doing for the month of August where I'm featuring other podcasts that I personally subscribe to and I learn from each and every week in hopes that you'll be able to really expand your podcast library. So I hope that you listen to these episodes and you love them and you pop over to the other podcasts that we're featuring and subscribe to them And learn from them. I know that there's so much value in each of these podcasts, and I love these hosts that we're featuring. So today, I'm featuring 15-Minute Marketing with GT. The host is Greg Todd, and he's a marketing maniac such a wealth of knowledge in the area of Instagram and marketing. And we did an interview, I was on his podcast a few months ago, talking all about Instagram Reels and how to leverage them to grow your business. And that's what we're talking about in today's episode. So I hope that you'll listen in and that you find some nuggets that you can use to really level up your Instagram reels game, especially now that Instagram has come out and said that it's going to start prioritizing video on its platform. I hope that you learn from this. And then at the end of the episode, I would love it if you would drop down into our show notes and click over to GT's podcast. We'll have a link right there for you in the show notes and that you can subscribe to his podcast. Learn so much about marketing from him and his guests. I know that you'll find this podcast so valuable. So you guys sit back, grab a notebook, and here we go.
1: In with me today is Brandy Gar. Welcome in, Brandy.
0: Thank you. I am so excited to be here. This is going to be so much fun.
1: Yes, I'm so excited to have you. So I always like to start off and just let my guests kind of do their own bio, their own little intro. It kind of comes across better when we could just hear it from the person rather than me reading a, you know, pre-done bio. So just kind of tell tell us a little bit about yourself as far as how you got started in the wedding business and where you are now with the
0: whole BrandyGuard.com. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you. I am Brandy Gar, like GT said, and I'm a wedding planner in Orlando, Florida. I own Blush by Brandy Gar, which we've had for 14 years this year, which is so crazy. It also makes me feel old. I can see the wrinkles coming in, but it means that I'm wiser, right? We'll, we'll go with that. Exactly. And um, I also own 11 Events by Blush, which is our corporate event planning company. And I'm a mom of three girls, a wife, lots of things going on. And I'm also an educator for wedding pros. So I, my passion is really helping wedding pros to realize that it, it can, you can have a thriving business and not be burnt out and overwhelmed. And, um, and you can really have a business that can sustain you well into retirement. And that's really what we want to build, right. Is businesses that have an end game and that, that it's not like, I mean, have you ever thought about that as a wedding pro that you're like, I feel like I'm going to have to work until I'm 70 because there's no end game. Mm -hmm. So that's what I really, teach is kind of that end game and um how to make sure your company can sustain you there and um yeah oh and i'm a host of the she who dares podcast i always forget about that (laughs)
1: yes Yes. Uh, i love fellow podcast hosts you know you've got your mic you you are all set up and ready to go (laughs) as we're talking off the air and um it's a great podcast you know i've it's been fun getting to know you it's it's so funny i feel like i've known you forever Yeah. It's been what a couple of months. I mean,
0: literally like November, October. Yeah.
1: Yeah. October, November. So we met in Jessica Rasdale's coaching group. So shout out to Jessica, who has her own amazing podcast in her own right. But uh, kind of found you there. And then that that kind of rolls in right into one of the things I wanted to talk to you about today. You did a Reels course, which I heard about through that group, purchased for myself. And it was, it was twofold, you know. You get, when when you're an educator and a marketing guy, like I'm always wondering what other people are doing and how it works. So selfishly, part of it was buying it just to see what you did from a yeah. from a course creator standpoint, because I'm always looking for other ways to be innovative with with courses and different things that people would want to purchase. Yeah. But then also because I wasn't really using reels myself, mm-hmm. uh, I fall. I don't know if you have this problem, but I fall into the the habit of. I'm always doing something for clients, (laughs) telling them things they should do, but not always implementing it in my own business because you use the excuse, there's just not enough hours in the day. And that's what I was doing kind of with reels. That's what I've done. Even, you know, my wife, Cece, that you know as well, is so good at live video on multiple platforms Mm -hmm. and we do classes on the power of live video and the power (laughs) of video and then to go look at my page and I have no video over there. So uh, I'm trying to do better about practicing what I preach. And so I feel like
0: that's a common thing with social media gurus. I'm not going to lie because I feel like even the, I feel like anybody that I look at, that's a social media guru, their own page isn't great because they're doing it for all their clients. So right. it's not that you don't know how to do it. It's just that you're like, I kind of love living behind the scenes,
1: right? Yeah. Yeah. Love love the behind the scenes. And then Brandon and I were talking, my producer. Um, we 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 did a pitch to a company and we intentionally put the number of followers for the people that we manage. Yep. You know, so our overall follower count, if you talk about the booking group and GT marketing, is this many followers. Don't go look at my personal one (laughs) or his personal one. Like we're we're spending too much time out in the world taking care of everybody else. Mm -hmm. But back to your real score. So tell me kind of what made you go all in on reels and kind of develop that course and, and kind of where has that brought you up to this point?
0: Yeah. You know, I am a big fan of working on or really putting a lot of effort where it's making a return and taking and putting less effort where it's not making a return. I mean, I te- that's, that's probably like 95% of what I teach in just different areas. So I'll constantly say, is this working? If it's not, stop doing it because I hate wasting time. I hate it. And so when Reels first came out, kind of the backstory is I had actually ran um, a challenge back in June for Wedding Pro when we were all just kind of like coveting and sitting around. <laughs> sitting and I was like, let's try something you've never tried before. So f- everyone had to pick something and you had to do it for a month. And so for me, I decided to try TikTok. So this was before Reels was widely out. And Mm -hmm. I do love video, but I was like, you know, I want to try to go all in on this TikTok thing and see if I can figure it out. And I couldn't. I I posted three times a week. I got the, you know, I did the TikToks. I did all the things. And, but I tried it. I tried it for a month and I really just wasn't picking up a lot of traction over there. So I said, you know, this is not something I want to keep doing, but the value of short form video I knew was there. I was like, I know that the value is there, but I personally don't have time to build another platform. So that I just decided to stop. Well, reels came out like literally two months later. And so I had already really been learning the value of short term or short form video, how to make it, how to put a message across in 15 seconds and how to use the features on TikTok. So when reels came out, I was like, well, wait a second. I already have a platform on Instagram. Like I, that is where my brides are. I don't have to wonder if they're there. So it was just natural for me to be like, well, that's, you know, that, now I'm just gonna transition this over. So I started making reels right away, as soon as I got the feature and they are, they blew up. I mean, I will say I'm definitely not somebody that's like, you need to have a hundred thousand views or, you know, I, I, I'm not trying to make it go viral. I am trying to capture the people that I want to bring to my feed. So I'm not necessarily looking for a viral video because then I'm going to end up having a bunch of people who aren't even, don't care about what I do on my feed. I specifically want wedding pros on my feed. So I create videos that are very specific to wedding pros. But because it's the only way on Instagram right now, that people who do not already follow you can see your content. Right. So when you post a stories, when you post these beautiful carousel posts that we spend hours creating and we post, you know, these beautiful graphic posts or whatever, only people who follow you can see it unless someone shares it, which is mm-hmm. like asking somebody to give you their firstborn child. I feel like sometimes so, so, but with reels, no one has to be following you. It's just, if the algorithm thinks they're going to like it. hmm they push it into their feed. So I was like, this is brilliant. I mean, and I was getting from every reel, I was getting multiple dozen new followers. So I was like, why would I not keep doing this? So it just became a game I went all in on. And then I started teaching other people the power of it.
1: So are you taking advantage of it across your platforms as far as like your wedding business platform as well, or just the Brandy Gar side?
0: Yeah, so the Brandy Gar side is what I'm known for because I make, I'm a very proper person when it comes to social media until you see my reels. (laughs) And so, (laughs) so I think that's probably why people connect with them so much. And that's what I try to really teach is like, you know, your graphic post, all of my feed is very pretty and it's very proper. And then you get to my reels and I'll give you some like down and dirty message, like, Hey, stop doing this. And you can say that in a reel a little bit more kitschy. So, um, I'm more known for my reels on my Brandy Gar page, Mm -hmm. but, um, we use them in my planning business. We post at least two reels a week. And actually what I just created was 101 reels prompts for wedding pros, because the ones on my page are great for coaches, educators, or just a personal brand, Mm -hmm. but on our wedding's Page, We post, I mean, we post twice a week reels and a lot of them are just iPhone footage from a wedding of um, like the first look, you know, us kind of behind a corner seeing the first look or um, we have one of a, a ring bearer got frustrated at the ceremony and he started crawling back down the aisle and um, and our planner just so happened to capture it on her iPhone and we made that into a reel and it literally blew up So so those are the kind of things. Yeah. They're so fun. And I think that we, we forget that, you know, you see reels and you think I can't dance. I don't want to dance. I don't want to make a fool of myself, or I don't even know what to post. And the funny thing is, is that with wedding pros, we have endless amounts of footage. Like it can be iPhone footage. It can be, um, 15 seconds of a pro video, or it can be a slideshow. It can be your face. It doesn't have to be. So. I I ended up creating 101 reels prompts for wedding pros. And it's literally 101 ideas of ways that you can post reels, which there's 52 weeks. So that's two a week that you can post Mm -hmm. every single week and zero of them are dancing. So (laughs) that's, and they're all, I was
1: hoping for the dancing.
0: Yeah, (laughs) I actually did include a bonus. That's 40 more reels. Um, Just because I was like, the dancing ones can be a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. Um, But the ones that I put in the 101 ideas can all be made in less than five minutes. That's like my deal too, is Mm -hmm. we're busy. We're CEOs. Like we have stuff to do and I can't spend 45 minutes making one 15 second reel. So everything in the main ideas is under five minutes. And then I included 40 more that were like fun ones that I've really had fun making that take me some time.
1: (laughs) Have a little fun, hop on some trends. Yeah. kind of kind of be involved in that. That's what I love the most about your course too, by the way, was for anybody that's listening to this, go out and get it because it was <laughs> it was great like that you you broke it down. So so many courses I think that you know I'm kind of a course junkie being a, a social media guy. So I've bought a ton over the years and probably have every free downloadable on the market, just yeah. about, you know, on everybody's email list. Sorry yep. that I never anything from you um <laughs> people out there, but um you know, but yours really went into, you didn't, the production value was great, but that wasn't the purpose. I think so Mm -hmm. many people spend so much time making these perfectly edited, perfectly lit, you know, all that is more important than the content that you're actually getting from the course. Mm -hmm. Whereas your course was about the course, and this is going to help you with your business. I'm going to help you save time and get involved in something that you should be doing in your business. If you so choose, like you said, if this yeah. TikTok didn't work, you ended it. Like I'm kind of the same way. Like we're all in on Instagram for most of my wedding clients, because that's where, that's where the couples are.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm, but I'm kind of like Gary Vee always says, I'm not tied to Instagram. I'm tied to the attention of Instagram.
0: hundred percent. Like when it stops working, I will be gone from there. But right. to be honest, if you're a wedding pro, that's likely where your clients are. Um, And I know not just only wedding pros listen to this, but I definitely think, I mean, to be honest, Instagram's still the number one social media platform. Like it's where people are. Yeah. And short form video isn't going away. I mean, now YouTube has YouTube shorts. Mm -hmm. I mean, um, Pinterest has Pinterest stories that are 15 second videos. If you think you're going to get away from short form video, you're not. So you might as well figure it out and just, just go for it. And, and I'll always teach in a way that is like, at the end of the day, I'm a CEO that needs to grow my business. So anything I bring into my business has to move the needle quickly. Mm
1: -hmm. It has to
0: show me a return for my time. And I've got to be able to do it quick and easy and move on because I just, you know, I think that was one of my frustrations is I, I actually bought a couple of reels courses from Instagram gurus and I was almost frustrated by them because they were teaching you these you know, use this app and then edit it on this app. And I'm like, I don't have this much time to make mm-hmm. a reel. Like I need right. to be in and out. So that was my goal is to show you how fast you can do it. And then also to batch them, which I was a big piece of my course, which was right. like, you can make, I make typically 12 at a time and I just block out a couple hours and I block 12 at a time. But my goal is to show you how to make at least a month of reels in an hour each month. Yeah.
1: yeah. And you did a great job of that. And, and I, as a as a time batching, you know, like that's one of my things that I talk about so often. So that that appealed to me as well yeah. when watching your course. With <laughs> hey, so she's on the batching train. So I love that. Yes. So. Yeah,
0: because who wants to do their hair every day? No. And even for a guy, you're not creative every day. You right. know, you're just not. Some days you wake up and you're like, oh, I just want to like get my emails done and I have to be creative. And then some days you have like crazy creative juices. So knock them out, you know. Right.
1: Yeah. And I think that's you, you saying that you don't need to recreate the wheel too with going in like that's that's the beauty too. like I, I have block scheduling set up on my i have got a big whiteboard behind me in my office. And there's certain things that I've laid out at the beginning of the week that I think I'm going to do on certain days. But like you mm-hmm. said, if the creativity isn't flowing on the day where you've got creative things going, then just flip flop the two days. You yeah. don't have to recreate the wheel and like beat for so long. I would beat myself up over not doing what, for whatever reason on Sunday night when I'm planning my week, that day seemed like a great day to do that. Well, you didn't know how you were going to feel that day or what other things were going to come at you that week that you couldn't anticipate. So, yep. um, you know, the plan, you still need to execute the plan. The goal at the end is the same, but how you get there can sometimes modify throughout the week and then have yep. a little fun with it. And that's yeah. that's what Reels has allowed allowed you and so many others to do. So that's great. Yeah,
0: it's so fun. If you have any kind of a, um, one of the things I think we have the most fun with over on our planning page is is getting a message across to brides and grooms that you typically wouldn't say in a perfectly positioned graphic post, (laughs) you know? Like, so you want them to know, don't do this, but you want to say it in kind of a kitschy, fun way. So it's fun and reels can allow you to do that, which is, it's just a blast. So we love it.
1: That's great. So um, another trend that you've hopped on kind of full force as well has been Clubhouse. So let's talk a little bit about how you're seeing, like, what is that doing well for your business? Mm -hmm. What are maybe some of the things to kind of warn people about that either listening have just kind of joined or maybe they've got Android or haven't been invited Mm -hmm. yet. So they're not on the train. Maybe tell them a little bit about positives and negatives that you've seen. In, in the couple of months you've been kind of really diving in?
0: Yeah, so Clubhouse is definitely my new favorite time suck.
1: <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Um,
0: but again, I, I always say to people, people are saying to me all the time, like it's, you know, it's, it, you're on there so much. I, I feel like I'm wasting time. And I'm like, listen, I'm not wasting time. Like I'm on there for a purpose and it's serving that purpose for sure. And I know <laughs> GT, I'm sure that you've experienced this. I know CC has experienced this. Um, it's, it's drawing the exact people I'm trying to reach on Instagram into my Instagram mm-hmm. and I'll say a couple of things. So I, I got my invite about two weeks before I actually got onto the app because <laughs> I like to be able to do things, but I don't always want to do them. Right. So <laughs> I secured an invite early Um, But I was like, I'm not dealing with this. I'm not dealing with another social media app. That's what we all say. And um, so I didn't do it. And then my husband actually came in one night during Christmas break and he said, I was just listening to this podcast and everyone's talking about this app called clubhouse. Have you heard of it? And I was like, yeah, I actually have an invite to it. And he's like, get on right now. (laughs) So I I got on and then invited him with my invite. And we literally spent like four hours that night, just kind of exploring the app, figuring out what it was, what people were talking about. I spent the next day listening to rooms and then I was hooked. I was like, this is going to blow up. So here's mm-hmm. what I love about it. And and if you're listening and you're thinking, I'm not joining another social media app, kind of the reason I talked about the reason I love Reels is because I didn't have to create another people group. <laughs> I didn't have to, to create a whole nother platform. That's what I love about Clubhouse as well, is that While you do create followers over there, honestly, no one can engage with you there. There's Mm -hmm. no way for them to engage. The only thing they can do is listen to you live. So if they have a question or they want to follow you for more content or they just anything, they can't text you or anything over there. So they have to go to your Instagram and it's connected. They don't even have to go. They can literally just click your face and click your Instagram. And now all of a sudden there are followers. So um to give you an idea so to me it's building a platform i already have and the reason i would say no to creating or to joining another social media app is for instance like snapchat like i don't have time to go to another app but this one so let's say let's just for instance um let me back up on that example let's say i went all in on snapchat and you know i blew up over there or tiktok and it goes away tomorrow because mm-hmm. tiktok almost did right <laughs> and then what like, what am I left with? Whereas Instagram has been here for 10 years. It's not going anywhere anytime soon. It's where we're building our, our people. It's where you're kind of giving the most value. And so for me, I'm like, I can go all in on clubhouse. And if it goes away tomorrow, for me, I've been on the app five weeks and I have over 550 new followers in my ICA, like ideal clients Mm -hmm. following me on Instagram. So if it goes away tomorrow, I don't care. Like it served its purpose. So that's kind of how I think about things on my return on time is I'm like, if this went away tomorrow, I would have built all this up for nothing. But Clubhouse isn't doing that. It's building up my Instagram, which is where I'm going to stay. So that's kind of how I've thought about it. So I'm going to go all in on it until it no longer returns the investment that I'm putting in. And I do think there's going to be a point where it might not, like when it goes public. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, But for now, I'm all in. So
1: From an educator standpoint, it's the place to be right now. Like I'm I'm with
0: 1,000%. When it
1: it goes public and you've got, you know, potentially brides and grooms listening and it's a different audience, Mm -hmm. then you're back to a viral video Mm -hmm. perspective of maybe you're getting all these followers that are not potential buyers. But right now, everybody that's finding us on the platform our potential, potential ideal clients over yeah. to the instagram where it was funny cece and i were having a conversation she's like two months ago we were begging for a new lead generation to yes. instagram like how can we we're stagnant like mm-hmm. we're not buying followers we're not doing all that crap that people yep. do how do we generate new people um, in a year where we haven't had a whole lot of new content because all the weddings were pushed for a year into 2021. Yep. So we're repurposing all this beautiful stuff, but people have seen it. Like, how do we freshen it up? And then it was almost like, God was like, Hey, here's clubhouse. It, like, it
0: was amazing. Like,
1: like it go, go find your people. Here it was they so
0: crazy. <laughs> and you know what? I had a very similar, it was funny. My I don't have a huge following over on Instagram. So if you're listening to this and you're expecting to pop over to my Instagram and see like 10 or 20,000 followers, that's not happening. So I'm like one of you right now. Okay. I'm all of, I don't have a huge following, but my goal for fourth quarter was to hit 1500 followers. And I had like, I want to say I checked on like maybe December 20th and I had like 1,352, something around that number. And I was like, I'm not going to hit this goal. And I'm a goal I'm crazy when it comes to goals. I'm like, if I put it on the goal board, I'm hitting it. Come hell or high water. And so when, when clubhouse came around, I was like, I could spend the next 10 days on clubhouse. And I think I can hit that 1500 goal. I mean, I far surpassed it. And now I'm almost at 2000 followers and I'm I'm five weeks in and I'm just (laughs) like, oh my word, it's crazy. So What I would have set as a goal for like to have 2000 followers by this summer, all of a sudden is like a couple weeks. And again, it's not just followers. That's not what I want. I don't just want Mm -hmm. followers. I don't want vanity metrics. I mean, every I do a morning show, as you know, Mm -hmm. GT. And so I do a wedding show or a morning show for wedding pros every single morning at 10 a.m. Eastern every weekday. And at the end of every show, I come back to at, at least four or five DMs of people asking questions, engaging. Mm-hmm. Um, I come back to, you know, 10 or 15 new followers. It, it's just crazy. So I am not about vanity metrics. I do. We actually scrubbed my Instagram follower list last October because I had so many people not in my ICA that were following right. me. So we gave it a good scrubbing, which was painful. Um, but now I just want people who want to to be part of my, what I teach and, right. and interact and engage. So anyway. and, and,
1: Yeah. And I think that's perfect because I say all the time, I would rather have a hundred engaged followers yes. than so. 10,000 people who never interact. And I mean, Instagram is only going to show two to 3% of your mm-hmm. followers organically anyway. Yeah. So then if you have all these people who are just vanity metrics- that, that's lowering that percentage for you because you're being shown to less and less people because mm-hmm. they're not interacting. The ones that they are showing it to aren't interacting and yeah. you're, you're getting the double whammy. The yeah. algorithm just starts to work against you. So that's what we've seen. This influx of new people mm-hmm. that are engaged, that are interacting yeah. in DMS that are liking your stuff, going back and liking stuff that's from Old. months ago yes. you know, on your platform now has reinvigorated that algorithm to where, Stuff that you are posting organically is getting more likes, more comments than six weeks ago. And you're like, the only thing that has changed is that we've brought in these people that are interacting. That's the only difference. The the quality of what we're posting isn't any better. No, was.
0: I mean, we're posting the same stuff, which we think is great, but it's the same stuff we were posting months ago. The other thing I would say too, that's been really interesting, because I know you have a lot of people that are interested in marketing here, listening to this podcast. Um, You know, another one of my goals for fourth quarter was to guest on 10 podcasts. And when I set that goal, I actually had no idea how difficult that goal would be. <laughs> I mean, like really, really difficult, especially I didn't think about the fact that it's fourth quarter and a lot of podcasts don't record from like Thanksgiving to Christmas. So that right. was anyway. Okay. <laughs> we'll talk about that another time. <laughs> that was a poor goal, but I really, when I tell you, I worked, worked for, I think I was on six podcasts. So I didn't hit my number, but I was like, Hey, that was a lot of work. And I, I got, I have literally been pitched Seven podcasts since I've been on Clubhouse of like two were podcasts that were on a bucket list that I never thought I would be on. And Mm -hmm. that were like, I heard you on Clubhouse. I need you to come on my podcast and I need you to record with me like tomorrow because I need it to go live. And I'm like, holy moly. Okay. So those are the things too, is that when you're when you've been, you know, the old ways of doing things are great, but they're going to take longer. And just like you were saying, like you were like, it's stagnant. Our lead gen is stagnant. Like what do we, what's new? Always try the new thing. Just try it. Even if it doesn't work, you gave it, give it 30 days, go all in. If it didn't work, then stop doing it. But if it's working, I mean, figure it out, you know?
1: Absolutely. And I love that you said that when you go all in and give it that time, if it starts Mm -hmm. to work, you're going to squeeze that lemon until there's no juice. And then you're, you're not tied to that anymore. Yep. You know, that, that that's the biggest, I mean, there's so many people that are still posting daily on Facebook because that's what somebody told them they needed yes. to do, you know? So, well, why do you do that? Well, I don't know. Somebody somewhere along the way told me that's what you had to do if you wanted engagement on Facebook. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Is that working for you? Like, you know, and then you get the other people that everything's connected. So you post once and it goes out to all these platforms and you're like, like, no. what do you think that's accomplishing for you?
0: Zero, it's yeah, accomplishing you know, zero somebody, things. Yeah. Zero
1: things. <laughs> somebody set that up for me because they, I told them I didn't have time to do all of them. And so this is what they told me to do. And yeah, you know, so, be
0: excellent at one thing mm-hmm. it, and then add the second thing if you can, you know, but be excellent at what you do. Don't just call it in because people recognize vanilla. Right. You know,
1: and there's, there's so many people out there that are just trying to do what someone else. They think, well, they either told them or you've got that imposter syndrome. You know, you see somebody's Instagram account and you don't see all the work. You know, my, my my favorite analogy is like the iceberg, you know, all the stuff that's going on under the water. Yep. Nobody sees. And so we're all making these decisions based on just what's above the water. Yep. Not knowing like you. Like everybody thinks, oh, this reels, it blew up. Like she's doing it, I have to do it. They don't know that you went all in for 30 days on TikTok right. with no success. Like no success. Literally not, I had four
0: followers. <laughs> right,
1: as far, as far as that platform goes, but it was <laughs> successful from the standpoint that you were able to repurpose what you learned mm-hmm. to a platform that did work for your audience. And so yeah. that, that's where I think people that, kind of get defeated a little bit and give up too soon. It's because of that. They, they look at it as a a failure or a loss Mm
0: -hmm. instead
1: of how can I apply what I learned to something that can be a success. They move on a whole new thing.
0: Yes. A thousand percent. I cannot describe how many, I mean, yeah, I just, I, I, I think I did a whole episode about this on my podcast about, how many times I would sit and watch a blank screen going live. And there, if there was one person I was felt, you know, like, oh my gosh, I can't tell you the number of times I got off of a live and cried because I was like, no one even watched it or the tech screwed up or I spit mm-hmm. on the screen or <laughs> who <laughs> knows? I mean, the right. number of times I cried getting off of a live and now people are like, oh my gosh, you you seem so natural on camera. I'm like, Really? let's go back about 16 months. (laughs) and Let's see how many times I went live and screwed it up. And, Mm -hmm. but if you don't do, you have to get in the game. You, I mean, I use this analogy all the time. If you've ever heard me speak, I I have two daughters that play volleyball. They, I, I spend an obscene amount of hours sitting in a bleacher in a volleyball gym, but I can't play volleyball, but I watch it a lot. But mm-hmm. I, I, you have to play, you have to get on the court. You have to get in the game. You have to screw it up. Let a ball hit you in the face, skin, the knees, skin, the elbows to learn how to play. Right. So and when you w- sit on the sidelines and you watch other people play, you can only learn so much, you know, like, and it, you're never going to be able to figure out how to be great. Mm-hmm. So you got to try it and fail. And I think that that's okay.
1: I love it. I love it. So, every episode, I don't know if you had a chance to listen, fairly new, but every episode, we like to dive into a couple of questions that have nothing to do with business, nothing to do with marketing, uh, just to get to know our guests a little better and have a little fun. So, if you're okay, we're going to end with with those two things.
0: I'm okay with it. But can I just tell you that I was so comfortable answering questions until right now? And I'm literally like (laughs) sweating. I know what the questions are, and I'm still like, no, we're going to have a little
1: fun. You got it. So, if you were on a deserted island, everything had gone away, but somehow, magically, this record player survived and you somehow could make it play. One album survives. What album would you hope to save that you had to listen to forever?
0: Oh, okay. So, I love music. So... Mm-hmm. um I, my initial thought was Megan Trainor, anything by Megan Trainor. Cause I <laughs> love everything she sings. But if I was on a deserted Island at some point, I would be like, shoot me. Right. But <laughs> so, um so I thought, Hmm, what else? I also could play over and over and over again, the pitch perfect one soundtrack. Mm. And those are different, genres right. sort of so I was like no I think I could do that because what I would end up doing because it's acapella is I would end up probably like creating my own instruments and adding like an instrumental beat behind it <laughs> I've overthought this question oh no,
1: you're, so. you're gonna find some coconuts crack them open right. have some drums yeah yeah I can I can see that now it's yeah your, it's your next reels we just came up with Ooh, your next reels idea right I
0: love it I'm totally doing that now <laughs>
1: that's great and the last one is what is your either your favorite book or favorite netflix binging series kind of what are you into right now that like let you escape work
0: yeah i'm ashamed to say this but i my netflix binging which is actually hulu is um the kardashians Uh Ah, and Yeah. My husband will be like, I can't believe you said that publicly. Like he's so ashamed of it. I kind of (laughs) am too, but you know, Um, I stopped watching it a long time ago. And so now I'm like, Oh my gosh, there's so many new seasons anyway. So the Kardashians is what I binge Um, and I do it specifically because I want to just like numb. I don't want to think, I don't want to have emotions. Like I would watch this is us and I would be crying and I'm like, this is not what I need. Um, So yeah, I watch the Kardashians and then I don't read for fun. I, I really only read business books. Um, but building a story brand is kind of my current favorite.
1: Love Donald Miller.
0: So mm-hmm. good. I mean Genius. I could probably do a book club on on the books that I just love, you know, mm-hmm. Profit First and Building a Story Brand. But right now my current favorite is building a story brand.
1: He's so good. Oh,
0: awesome. he's so good. And Mike McAllowitz, I like him too. Mm-hmm. Clockwork and Profit First both rank in my top five. So yeah. Yeah. Maybe I'll start a book club. I don't know.
1: Well, I'll be in. So let me know when you're ready for that. (laughs) I'm the same way. I don't read anything for quote unquote enjoyment. Like now I want the book to be good. So I enjoy it, but Mm -hmm. it's, it's all self-help business related.
0: Yeah. Marketing
1: inspirational type stuff.
0: Yes. They're so good. Right. And I do a lot of audible, which is, so I like it when the author reads it, but I will say I, the book traction is so good if you've never read it go read, read it. traction oh my gosh but painful like painful to get through and <laughs> um and then the partner book to that is rocket fuel so i always tell people read rocket fuel because it'll give <laughs> you the best and then traction is like you will literally have to like drag yourself through the mud to get through gotcha. it but yeah. it's good
1: it's so good that's yeah. good to know I, <laughs> i'm not i'm not a very Big Audible. I'm still kind of hardcore. No way. Yeah, I, I read. Um, I do everything on the iPad. So okay. I've, I've kinda, I'm kind of. I'm a note taker,
0: mm-hmm. and so
1: I get everything on mm-hmm. Kindle, and then screenshot the pages I want and move it to my Good Notes app so that I can mark it up, right on it. I'm always like, this would make a great Instagram caption. Yes. This mm-hmm. this I could use on stories, or you know, uh, we've we've reached out to. To Mike, actually, to try to get profit first books for like conferences and different things, and so I had a whole DM conversation going with him that I didn't think there was any way he would really respond.
0: Yeah,
1: or if he did, that it would really be him. Yeah, and it was, and we kind of went went back and forth. So it's kind of kind of cool, like we talked about with Clubhouse, some of the people that you get to interact with, and you don't you assume it's just going to be somebody on their team, and then you find out, no, no, that's like really them responding. So.
0: Mm -hmm. It's kind of kind
1: of cool when when that happens. So we'll tell everybody, thank you so much for being here. Tell everybody how they can find more of you. um, And we'll drop it off, obviously, in the show notes as well for everybody to find.
0: Yeah. So I'm most active on Instagram clubhouse always as well, (laughs) Um, but it's live. So if you miss me, Um, but on Instagram, very, very active. I love answering DMS usually with voice memos. It's just easier. I have three little girls. So it's easier to run around the house and voice memo somebody. Um, So Instagram I'm at Brandy Gar on every platform, Facebook, Instagram, Clubhouse. Um, And then my podcast, the She Who Dares podcast, it's for creative small business owners. So it's not just wedding industry. So if you're listening to this, you're not a wedding pro, it's still for you. Um, And then my website is brandyguard.com. And I do a lot of education over my websites where you can grab my Reels course if you're interested in that and just other templates that you're interested in.
1: Thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate it. This has been a blast.
0: Yeah, this was fun. Thanks, GT. Thanks. here's the thing. You can absolutely listen to this show every single week to get nuggets that will help you scale your business. And over the course of a few years of piecing together all of that free information, you could very likely grow a successful wedding business. Or you can join the Wedding Grow CEO Accelerator today to get the proven step-by-step roadmap you need to dish the overwhelm, build maximum profit, and step into your role as confident CEO. All in just six short months.